Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Hotter Than Health, episode 32. My name is Eliza Gelman. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And if you don't know what that is, then I'm sure you will by the end of this episode. This is episode 32. We're going to be talking about uh, the sweet kind of desserts that you can definitely have that aren't going to spike your insulin and make you crave a bunch of sugar. We're going to be talking about nutrition and meal planning, and we're also going to be talking about maybe why you haven't been sleeping, and then a couple of little tips to maybe help you get a little bit more slumber throughout the night. Awesome. So before we get started, just wanted to say a big thank you, as always, to everyone listening to the podcast. You guys are amazing, and it makes me so happy to know that it's, um, you know, at least touching a few of you and providing value. That is the goal. Um, I've always wanted to give as much value as possible just for free, just handing it out, making it easy, easy to digest, no pun intended, but kind of pun intended because that's where, that's how I am. That's how I am. Anyways, um, I'm actually, I'm so distracted right now because I'm just looking out the window. It is so beautiful outside. I'm in Charleston. It is Thursday afternoon. It's already been a really long day, but a really good day. And just the weather is incredible. It's like 75 degrees outside, not a cloud in the sky. Um, I was just looking, thinking about my sister a couple minutes ago and she lives in Boston and, you know, she'll call me sometimes and I'm you know, like, how's your day? And she's like, well, it's not raining. I'm like, oh no. Oh, I wanted to move here so bad. Either way, I'm just saying it out loud in case she's listening. Um, Simba? No. Anyone? Oh no. Okay. Um, thank God there is a dog right here and I'm just going to pretend like I'm talking to him. Are you listening, Klaus? Hello? Anyways, so let's get into it. Um, Wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who's listening. If you haven't already left a review on iTunes, please go and do so. It only takes a second, and there's a little link once you go to iTunes, and it just says leave a review or rate the podcast. Clearly, it's five stars. Everything is perfect. All the intro music, all the outro music, definitely my eloquence and language, 100,000%. Basically, you're just writing five out of five for me talking about poop and self-deprecating, but you know, it works. You focus on your strengths, right? So either way, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about is maybe why you haven't been sleeping the best at night. So it is, it has come to my attention from numerous people and, and maybe it's just me because I feel like I sleep so well at night. It takes me like five to seven minutes every night to fall asleep. It hasn't always been like that. I used to toss and turn in the middle of the night a ton. Um, I sleep pretty fucking soundly and I feel like I'm really, it's been a journey to get here. So a couple of reasons why you might not be sleeping well at night. One, it was just daylight savings time or spring forward or whichever one it was. The time's changed not too long ago. So now it is getting darker later 
and lighter later. So the days are a little bit longer and maybe our sleep schedule and our circadian rhythm hasn't caught up to that. And your circadian rhythm is basically just your internal clock. Um, it's like based on 24 hours. Basically you, you should be rising with the sun and setting with the sun. But, um, the Mayan calendar said, actually curveball, let's fuck some stuff up and have them go to bed earlier and get more sleep. And then as soon as they get comfortable with that, Let's change it. Let's flip-flop it and make them go to bed later and lose sleep. How about that? Thank you. So that's what's happened. And I'm sure there's better reasoning behind it other than just my mindset. But so that's what happening, what is happening. And our body is probably just not adjusted to that yet. But if you don't want to wait for your body to digest or to adjust, I really didn't either. So what I started doing, um, because I really like getting up with the sun. I like waking up a little bit before the sunrise so that I can kind of rise with it. I don't like it to be, I don't like to be awake for multiple hours while it's still pitch black out. Like this morning and tomorrow morning, Thursdays, Fridays, I wake up at like 3.30 so I can coach early. I love it because I have longer days. Like I I definitely love it, but sometimes it's nice to have a little bit more of a routine. And, um, I feel like my energy levels are a little bit different if I'm not waking up that early. Shocking. So If you're one of those people that is not sleeping well at night, here are some things that you can do. Um, I recommend everyone getting blackout curtains. And at this point in the year, it's more important to have those closed at nighttime. So the whole purpose of having these blackout curtains, of course, it's to black out any external lights. Maybe you live in the city and you have street lights, or you can see through your neighbor's apartments. Maybe they're like wagging their testicles all over the place and you just don't want to see that before you go to bed. Maybe my father's listening to this. Sorry, dad, testicle jokes. Thought it was funny. Then there's, um, you know, other reasons such as you want to kind of make your room a cozy space. It's they're thicker curtains. Um, it kind of gives you that warm nesting, comforted, surrounded feeling, kind of like a weighted blanket just on the wall. Right. But the main reason why we actually have these weighted or weighted blankets, the main reason why we really have these blackout curtains and you can find them anywhere. You can find them at Target, Amazon. You could prime them, have them there tomorrow. If you're really struggling with sleep, go on Amazon, find some that kind of match your room and then just order them. It takes probably 15, 20 minutes to set up worth it. I think yes. The real reason is because we need to be sleeping in the dark. All right. So sleeping in the dark is key. And I don't just mean like all the lights off. I mean, total pitch dark. And this of course has to relate back to one of our master hormones. Hello, Klaus, our master hormones in our body. And it's called melatonin. you may not have known it's a hormone and they call it the, um, hormone. I've heard it in different uses, but the one that I like the most is hormone of darkness. And what that means is melatonin is actually created in the dark. Um, it is better produced in the dark. So if you are outside and in the sun, so if I went outside today, it's beautiful, bright, and there's no, you know, there's not a cloud in the sky, my body would not be producing a lot of melatonin. My melatonin levels would be lower. But if I went into my room right now, closed the curtains, um, or in the shower and turn the lights off and got really, really dark, I would probably get 
a little bit sleepier. So if you are sleeping with maybe the TV on or a nightlight on, or if there's a lamppost outside that shines through your window, you may not really notice as much of a difference, but it's definitely impacting. It might not be like the number one reason why you're not sleeping, but it's definitely worth trying. So I recommend everyone get, um, get those nightshades. However, I think they're ugly and I'm going to give you my little hack. If you do not want to go out and buy blackout curtains, here's what you can do. Let me start by saying, have you ever seen an old woman with curlers in her hair and glasses on and a robe on and it, she's outside and it looks like she just escaped the loony bin? Yeah? She's like going out to the curb, shuffling out to get her uh, newspaper, right? I always picture that woman sleeping in a night mask. So I thought, hmm, let's up this level of craziness, girl. So since typically I'm sleeping alone, I did invest in a very beautiful sexual silk black night mask. Eye mask, excuse me. So (coughs) if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen it. Um, I posted about it and I'm going to post about it again after this podcast I love this night mask. I got it with my silk pillowcase because my old silk night mask, uh, unfortunately, has it's no longer with us. It snapped because I guess I sleep aggressively. I use this every single night. And I'm going to give you a little tip. Um, you're going to feel weird at first, and it will most likely fall off in the middle of the night. But guess what? By that point, you have already fallen asleep. The hard part is over. I, over. I think we can all agree that the hard part is really falling asleep into that deep sleep. So it kind of forces you to be still. I still sleep on my stomach, on my face when I'm wearing it. I'm not much of a back sleeper. I'm trying to get that way, especially because like the eyes my eyes get puffy, whatever, different podcast. Um, so it kind of forces you to stay a little bit more still, or at least a little bit more aware. It might be odd the first couple of nights and you might feel like taking it off, but I'm telling you, if you can force yourself to be in darkness, you're also going to be less tempted to reach for your phone. You're going to be less tempted to, um, you know, open your eyes, look around, see, you know, I think we're all guilty of just like randomly looking out the window and that's fine. But it's not going to give you that opportunity. So I recommend everyone get this sleep mask. It almost tricks your body into um, that sensory deprivation where there's no option to look around. Um, I also put on a little bit of white noise. So I downloaded a Spotify playlist of just the rain. And I put my phone on airplane mode. I have my alarms set. I have my little rain music playing. And I mean, really, really quietly, like barely anything. And I know some people are like, I can't sleep with any music. I can't, those are also the people that can't sleep at all. So if you're one of those people that like can't sleep with any noise and if anything moves at all, you wake up, you're a really light sleeper. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you need to stop feeding into that. And maybe you need to slowly implement light white noises so that you know, if forever one reason, one night where you're not sleeping with your white noise, um, and someone closes a cabinet or is walking down the hallway, it's not going to wake you up. Your body's going to be used to a little bit of noise. That's, um, you know how babies will sleep a little bit better sometimes when there's white noise going on, you know, you want to condition them so that if life is happening, when the baby is asleep, you, they don't wake up. 
So think about it like that. Have some white noise on. Have a, I recommend a black silk sleep mask. I just Googled or I went on Amazon and I typed in silk eye mask. Get the elastic one or get one with like adjustables so that you are, it's tight against your face. Not tight against your face, but tight enough against your face that it'll for sure stay. Highly recommend. It's changed my world. It's changed my life. I now travel with it and I don't care what people think about me. Like I really don't. I don't care what people see me doing. It's really helping with my sleep and I highly recommend it, especially for people who are um, having trouble sleeping during this time of year. And um, that is enough with that. Get a black sleep mask and or get blackout curtains. Help grow that melatonin. Make sure that the room you're sleeping in is dark. All right. Next thing that I wanted to talk about, and then we're going to get really into the fun stuff, my favorite part, which is the nutrition and meal planning. Um, And I'm also sorry if this audio is kind of going in and out, getting quiet and then louder. I have a scab on my heel and it's kind of bleeding, but I don't want to get up and interrupt this podcast. So I have my heel propped up. Again, I look like the old lady who just walked out of the insane asylum into the middle of the street. It's cool. I also have my glasses on that aren't real glasses that just protect it against the blue light. So I'm just a phony old lady. Wonderful. Okay. Next topic is the, one of my favorite treats that I've been snacking on for the past couple of months. And I wanted to actually, you know, eat these things for the next last couple months just to really report back before I said anything, because a lot of it's hype, a lot of it's BS. And I don't care about the brand name. I don't care about like what they look like in the store. I know they're slightly expensive. I'm actually trying to find a healthier recipe for these so I can make them on my own. Um, and then add in my own anti-inflammatory flavors. But I've been, if I have a sweet tooth or I really just kind of want to eat something rich and creamy at the end of the night, I have been actually eating and snacking on like one keto cup at a time. I don't know the calories. I can't remember, but there's like two grams of sugar and it all comes from a natural monk fruit extract. And then there's things, um, the other ingredients in it is cocoa butter, cacao, MCT oil, which is just, um, like clarified coconut oil. And then it is, um, what else is in there? Just dark chocolate. And it's all vegan, plant-based, barely any sugar to the point where it doesn't spike your insulin levels and it doesn't make you crash. You also, after you have it, since it's raw cacao, it's so high in antioxidants. It's great for you. Um, I mean, it's not like a vegetable. It's not healthy for you, but it is an amazing alternative. Um, They're just keto cups um, because of the keto diet. It's mostly high fat, Uh, and protein and super, super, super low carb, no refined sugars. It's a really, I mean, it's a great diet if you have certain dietary restrictions and you need that kind of thing. It is pretty, pretty, it's an eliminating diet and I really don't recommend it unless you absolutely have like a medical need for it. I think that, you know, some of our meals end up being that way if they're proper food combined, like an avocado and kale salad with, if you are doing salmon, that's super low carb. Um, So that would be keto. But if you are um, just kind of trying to look for something a little healthier, I actually have them frozen in my in my freezer. Reason number one being because they melt it all in my fucking car. And um, thank God they're in individual little packets. So you get a 
what was that? So you get a, uh, a whole packet of them. That's great. And then they come in individual little packets. I recommend throwing that entire bag into the freezer, letting them get frozen so that you can kind of pick at them, um, take your time. You can even melt them, put them in a bottom of, the bottom of a coffee mug, and then melt some hot uh, coconut water or coconut milk, whatever, on top of them. And then you have hot chocolate, and it's super cr- like creamy, frothy, amazing. Add some cinnamon on there. Won't spike your insulin levels. It's higher in calorie, but easy to digest, easy to assimilate, high in fat, like no carb, barely any sugar. The ingredients are phenomenal. Highly recommend. Um, so if you are looking for that kind of sweet treat, it's again, just a bunch of coconut oil and it looks like a Reese cup. So recommend it for anyone who really is trying to, uh, really is trying to get those nice treats at the end of the day, but don't want to crazy spike their insulin levels. Awesome. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about, and then we'll be over. It's a pretty quick, quick little topic. Um, it not topic, but quick little podcast. It is the meal planning and nutrition planning and those types of guides that I put together. A lot of people ask about them. Um, I get tons of inquiries throughout the week and I just wanted to kind of clear up what we're doing here. So basically people will reach out and say, Hey, I'm having issues with X, Y, and Z, or I just want to get on track or, you know, a number of different reasons why people would want to be set up on a meal plan or just have a consultation on how to get back on track with their health and nutrition. And, you know, it could be the, the fittest person in the world. They just want some new recipes, or it could be someone who goes to the gym all the time, but doesn't really know exactly what they are doing for, you know, nutrition. They're like, I don't like to cook or I don't know what to buy. So what I'll do is we'll go through their goals. We'll go through, um, if they have allergies, we'll look at weight, we'll look at height, we'll look at lifestyle, how they're sleeping, if they're pooping, all that kind of stuff, if they're having their morning conference call. So, um, what we'll do is if it's a good fit for them, then we'll do like a 30 day program where they get grocery plans throughout the week and then they have recipes and they're all proper food combined and custom to them based on if you have like IBS, based on if you want lower carb, if you want to build muscle, if you're trying to transition into a more plant-based lifestyle. Um, I'd say like 90% of the plants that I do are plant-based and that's just because I'm telling you, that's just how I've received the best results and environmentally it's better. It's less expensive. It's better on your digestion. Overall, it's, it's an amazing, it's amazing source. So, um, typically people are open to that. And if you want some types of seafood or if you want to add in different kinds of animal proteins, that's totally fine. But all the meal plans that I do put together are gluten-free, dairy-free, um, you know, processed foods free. There's no tofu, there's no seitan, anything like that. But Uh, Just wanted to clear up some of those things. If you do have questions, go onto my website. I'll put a link in the show notes. Go onto my website and drop your email. I'll send out a little newsletter um, sooner rather than later, and um, and we'll be good to go. But just wanted to reach out and make sure that everyone kind of knew what we were doing with that. And with that, that is episode three, 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 two, thirty-two. Super simple, straight to the point. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will be on. Next week, um, hope you hopefully you guys enjoy this one and you take some value of it. If you have any questions, always feel free to like DM, you know, Instagram message me or leave a note on the podcast. Um, subscribe to the newsletter on the website, and we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Hotter than health, episode thirty-two. <laughs>